Welcome to Zikhu Daf Simani Mamma Ram Goldar and Therim Rezekhus Yavamas Daf Tzadivav, the tenth parakel Isha Rabba. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the next Mishnah states Ben Teshu Shem Yom Echad, a boy of nine years and one day who posts all Yedayachin, va'Achin posting all Yedo. He disqualifies the adult brothers from taking the Yavamah in Yibum, and the adult brothers disqualify him from taking her in Yibum. Ella, who posted Chila, va'Achin posting Chila v'Sof. However. He disqualifies them only at the beginning, whereas the brothers disqualify him at the beginning and at the end. Kate said, how so? If the minor has relations with the Yavama, he has disqualified the adult brothers from taking her in Yibum. If the adult brothers have relations with the Yavama, or do mimer, or give her a get, or do chalitza with her, they disqualify the minor from taking her in Yibum. After Gemara brings a bride that contradicts the Mishnah, the Gemara amends the Mishnah to read that a minor disqualifies the brothers at the beginning with regard to an act of mimer. But with regard to having relations, he disqualifies the adult brothers even when performed at the end. Rashi explains that the Mishnah is teaching that if he had relations with the Yavama after a brother performed Mimer, the brothers are disqualified. Since the minor's relations are considered the equivalent of an adult Mimer, it disqualifies just like an adult Mimer performed after a previous adult Mimer disqualifies. Point number two, the next Mishnah states, If a boy of nine years and one day has relations with his Yavama, and afterwards his brother of nine years and one day also has relations with her, the second brother disqualifies the first brother from taking the Yavama in Yibum. Rashi explains that since the relations are considered the equivalent of a mimer, it's a case of mimer after mimer, where according to the Chachamim, Yibum cannot be performed. But Rabbi Shimon says, Loposo, the second brother does not disqualify the first. Rashi explains that according to Rabbi Shimon, it's a suffolk whether a minor is kona his Yavama through relations. And if he's kona, he's completely kona, so that the relations of the first brother fully takes effect like a marriage, leaving no room for the relations of the second brother to take effect. If a minor's relations are not kona the Yavama, that neither the relations of the first or second brother have any effect. Either way, the relations of the second brother have no effect at all. Point number three, the Gemara relates that once Rabbi Yochan was extremely upset that Rabbi Lazar stated a teaching Rabbi Yochanan's without mentioning his name. After numerous attempts to placate him failed, the Gemara explains why Rabbi Yochan was so bothered. For Rabbi Yochan said in the name of Rab, what's the meaning of that which is written, Agur Olamim, may I live in your tent of the worlds? Now is it possible for a person to live in two worlds at the same time? Rather, what David Melch was saying was, may be your will that after I die, they will quote a teaching in my name in this world. Because Rabbi Yochan said in him, Any deceased Tom Chachem whose name is quoted in this world, his lips move in the grave. Rabbi Yochan was upset that Rabbi Lazar would deny him this benefit. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah states, Ben Shalom Yom Echod, a boy of nine years and one day, who posts all Yidei Achin, while Achin posts on Yado. He disqualifies the adult brothers from taking their Yibam in Yibum, and the adult brothers disqualify him from taking her in Yibum. Elo, who However, he disqualifies them only at the beginning, whereas the brothers disqualify him at the beginning and at the end. Kate said, how so? If the minor has relations with the Yabama, he has disqualified the adult brothers from taking her in Yibum. If the adult brothers have relations with the Yabama, or do mimer, or give her a get, or do chalitza with her, they disqualify the minor from taking her in Yibum. After Gemara brings a bride that contradicts the Mishnah, the Gemara amends the Mishnah to read, that a minor disqualifies the brothers at the beginning with regard to an act of mimer, but with regard to having relations, he disqualifies the adult brothers even when performed at the end. Rashi explains that the Mishnah is teaching that if he had relations with the Yavama after a brother performed mimer, 
the brothers are disqualified. Since the minor's relations are considered the equivalent of an adult mimer, it disqualifies just like an adult mimer performed after a previous adult mimer disqualifies. Pointing to the next Mishnah states, If a boy of nine years and one day has relations with his Yavama, and afterwards his brother of nine years and one day also has relations with her, the second brother disqualifies the first brother from taking the Yavama in Yibum. Rush explains that since the relations are considered the equivalent of a mimer, it's a case of mimer after mimer, where according to the Chachamim, Yibam cannot be performed. But Rabbi Shimon says, Loposo, the second brother does not disqualify the first. Rush explains that according to Rabbi Shimon, it's a suffix whether a minor is Kona his Yavama through relations. And if he's Kona, he's completely Kona, so that the relations of the first brother fully takes effect like a marriage, leaving no room for the relations of the second brother to take effect. If a minor's relations are not Kona the Yavama, then neither the relations of the first or second brother have any effect. Either way, the relations of the second brother have no effect at all. Point number three, the Gemara so once Rabbi Yochanan was extremely upset that Rabbi Laza stated a teaching Rabbi Yochanan's without mentioning his name. After numerous attempts to placate him failed, the Gemara explains why Rabbi Yochanan was so bothered. For Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rab, what's the meaning of that which is written, Agura ba'olecha olamim, may I live in your tent of the worlds? Now is it possible for a person to live in two worlds at the same time? Rather, what David Melch was saying was, may be your will that after I die, they will quote a teaching my name in this world. Because Rabbi Yochan said in the any deceased Talmud Chacham whose name is quoted in this world, his lips move in the grave. Rabbi Yochan was upset that Rabbi Lazar would deny him this benefit. All right, so now we go to our Simr Daf Vav, and it's related to mitzvah commandment. We use a town crier. The town crier is one who proclaims the king's edicts. So here goes. The town crier got knocked over by a miner running to do yibum while being chased by his adult brothers, cried out that the other minor brother already beat him to it quoting the halach in the name of the rabbi, buried in the grave nearby. So once again, it's a motion. The town crier, town crier, that must mean randaf, tzadibab, tzav. The town crier who got knocked over by a miner running to do yibum while being chased by his adult brothers, which reminds us, the Gemara mends a mission to read that a miner disqualifies the brothers at the beginning with regard to an act of mimer, of abia posel safil but with regard to having relations, he disqualifies the adult brothers even when performed at the end. Rush explains that the mission is teaching that if he had relations with the Yavama after a brother performed mimer, the brothers are disqualified since the miner's relations are considered the equivalent of an adult mimer. It disqualifies just like an adult mimer performed after a previous adult mimer disqualifies. So, the town crier got knocked over by a miner running to do yibum while being chased by his adult brothers, cried out that the other minor brother already beat him to it, which reminds us, if a boy of nine years and one day has relations with his yavama, and afterwards his brother of nine years and one day also has relations with her, it's Malchokas on the coming Rebbe whether the second brother disqualifies the first brother from taking the yavama in yibum. So, the town crier who got knocked over by a miner, running to do Yibum while being chased by his adult brothers, cried out that the other minor brother already beat him to it, quoting the halach in the name of the rabbi, buried in the grave nearby, which reminds us. The Gemara relates that once Rabbi Yochanan was extremely upset with Rabbi Lazar, who stated a teaching of Rabbi Yochanan's without mentioning his name. Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimbar any deceased Tom Lechachim whose name is quoted in this world, his lips move in the grave. Rabbi Yochan was upset that Rabbi Lazar would deny him this benefit. So once again, 
The town crier who got knocked over by a miner running to do Yibum while being chased by his adult brothers cried out that the other miner brother already beat him to it, quoting the halach in the name of the rabbi buried in the grave nearby. All right, now it's time for four blabach hazara. So the symbol of Tzadi Base is a turtle. So here goes. The turtle specialist, turtle specialist, that must move on Daf Tzadi Base. The turtle specialist who was working late because he made a factual mistake about what time the sun would set, which reminds us. The more discusses whether a woman who marries Alpi Basin by the testimony of a single witness and then the original husband reappears, whether she's putted from bringing a chattis because she relied on the hurrah of Basin or whether she would be high because Basin made a toast, a mistake. Similar to a basin rule that the sun had already set and Shabbos was over, and people relied on that ruling in Malach, and then the sun shone, proving basin was wrong. Ein Zoharah This is not a case of a wrongful ruling, but simply a mistake. Basin didn't rule the sun had set, rather they made a mistake on the sun's position. So, the turtle specialist who was working late because he made a factual mistake about what time the sun would set, was interrupted by his assistant who was divorced from her legal husband, which reminds us, Rebbe Lezman Masih Darshan the Pasuk states, Isha Grushma Isha, and nor shall they, referring to the Gohanim, take a marriage of a woman divorced from her husband. This teaches that only a woman divorced from her legal husband is prohibited to a Kohen. But not a woman divorced from a man who is not her husband. So the turtle specialist who was working late because he made a factual mistake about what time the sun would set was interrupted by his assistant who was divorced from her legal husband who came to inform him that his condition to a Yavama was in toface because he was a strange man. Which reminds review to say the name of Rav the Kedushin does not take effect with the Yavama to someone other than the Yavam for it's written the wife of the deceased shall not be outside to a strange man, which implies, there cannot be any marriage to a stranger for But Shmuel is whether the Pasuk teaches condition is not Tophes, or perhaps it means that there is a love not to marry another man, but if she did, condition would be Tophes. Daf Tzadi Gimel, so the similar Daf Tzadi Gimel is a train chugging along. So here goes. On the train chugging along, train chugging along, that must be on Daf Tzadi Gimel. On the train chugging along through a field where a farmer was selling the future produce of a day palm to his friend, which reminds us, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak listed a number of Amaraim and Tanaim who held, based on a chain of tradition that goes back to the generation of Akiva, that Adam Makna Davish a person contrasts with something that has not yet come into the world. Rav Huna ruled that a person can sell the future produce of a day palm to his friend, which Rush explains is a case where the person made a kenyan during the rainy season in order to acquire the fruit that will emerge in the spring. So, on the train chugging along through a field where a farmer was selling the future produce of a day palm to his friend, sat a nervous sharecropper who was delayed in delivering a basket of fruit of Shabbos to a rabbi. Which reminds us, the more brings an instant to show that Rabbi Yana and Rabbi Chia both held that Adam Makna Davish and Rabbi Yana had a sharecropper who would bring him a basket of fruit every Arab Shabbos. One day, the sharecropper was delayed and didn't come at the usual time. Yana, who was concerned that the sharecropper might not arrive before Shabbos, took fruit from his house as mice for the fruit that would arrive on Shabbos. He later went and asked Rabbi Chia if he had acted properly, and Rabbi Chia said that he had. So, on the train chugging along through a field where a farmer was selling the future produce of a day palm to his friend, sat a nervous sharecropper who was delayed in delivering a basket of fruit, Arab Shabbos, to a rabbi. Sitting next to a sad-looking single witness on his way to Basin to testify, a woman's husband was dead, which would require her to do Yibum. Which reminds us, Rav Sheshus was asked, What is the din regarding the testimony of a single witness concerning a Yavama? Can Yibum be performed based on Edus that her husband is dead? The Gemara presents both sides of the question. Is the reason we believe one witness to allow a woman to remarry 
based on the principle that people do not lie about any matter that's likely to be revealed? And if so, here too, we believe the witness. Or is the reason we believe one witness is Mishum Daika Minaspa? Because she will investigate carefully before she remarries. But here, there are times that she might be attracted to her brother-in-law. She might not investigate carefully. Rav Shesha's answer that can be demonstrated from a case in our mission that the aidus of a single witness requiring her to do Yibum would have been believed if it had not been refuted by a set of two witnesses. Daft Sadidal. So the simmer Daft Sadidal is a hunter. So here goes. A huntress. Huntress. That must be more Daft Sadidal. Hunter. A huntress whose testimony that her Yavam died in a safari was disqualified by Bastin, which reminds us, the Gemara teaches that the Mishnah needed to teach that a woman is not believed to say that her Yavam died to clarify the position of Bikiva. We might have thought that since Rebekiva holds Yesh Mamzer Machayvi Lavin, that a Mamzer results from a relationship prohibited by a love, a Machayshel Kalkul Vadaika, we can assume that the woman is afraid of being ruined and will be very careful about saying her Yavam died, and therefore she should be believed. Kamash Malam, that nevertheless she's not believed. She explains that she might hate the Yavam and lie in order to be free from him, despite the risk of being subject to all the penalties and her children becoming Mamzering. So, a huntress whose testimony that her Yavam died in a safari was disqualified by Bastin, was shocked to see a man give his wife a get while not permitting her to marry. Which reminds us, Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav that Rav ben Masi could have darshaned a pearl from the Pasuk, and instead he darshaned a shard. What's the pearl? It was taught in the Bryce. The Pasuk states, and nor shall they, referring to Gohanim, take marriage, the Isha Grusham Isha, and a woman divorced from her husband. This implies, Afil and Nizgarsha Isha, even if she was only divorced from her husband but was not permitted to another man, Pasulo, Kahuna, she is disqualified from marrying into the Kahuna. Rashi explains that this would be accomplished if the husband said to his wife when he handed her the get, you're divorced from me, but are not permitted to any other man. So, a huntress whose testimony that her Yavam died in a safari was disqualified by Bastin, was shocked to see a man give his wife a get while not permitting her to marry, when he had just recently married her after her sister, who was his wife, and his brother-in-law died in an overseas trip. Which reminds us, the Gemara says that even if his wife and his brother-in-law, his wife's sister's husband, both traveled overseas, and he, after hearing of their deaths from a single witness, married the sister, and then his wife and brother-in-law returned, this marriage to the sister is effective in that it prohibits the wife's sister to his brother-in-law, yet his wife is permitted to him. And we do not say, that since his brother-in-law's wife became prohibited to his brother-in-law, his wife should be forbidden to him. So the simmer is a Tzahal tank commander. So here goes. The tank commander's wife, tank commander's wife, that must be learned Daf Tzahal tank commander. The tank commander's wife, who returned home to her husband after he intentionally had relations with her sister, which reminds us, the Gemara seeks the source for the ruling that when a man intentionally transgresses the prohibition of having relations with his wife's sister, that his wife does not become prohibited to him. It was taught in Abraisa, the Pasuk states regarding the prohibition of a married woman who committed adultery, Osa, and a man lay with her. This teaches that her lying with a man prohibits her, but her sister's lying with a man does not prohibit her, referring to her sister having relations with her husband. The Bryce explains why this teaching was necessary. So, the tank commander's wife who returned home to her husband after he intentionally had relations with her sister, only to find him and her mother about to be burned for having relations with each other, which reminds us, in a Bryce Rabbi Huda argued with Rabbi Yossi and said both Beisham and Beisil agree that if a man had relations with his mother-in-law, his wife becomes forbidden to him, based on the passage regarding one who has relations with his mother-in-law, where it says, Beish Yisufu Osava Essen, in fire they shall burn him and them. The words and them refer to his wife and her mother. 
And since the Pasuk cannot mean that his wife is also burned for she did nothing wrong, you must apply it with regard to a prohibition to teach that if a man has relations with his mother-in-law, his wife becomes prohibited to him. So the Ten Commanders' wife who returned home to her husband after he intentionally had relations with her sister, only to find him and her mother about to be burned for having relations with each other, called her other two sisters for comfort who had just gotten divorced from their husbands because of a confusion arising from an overseas trip, which reminds us the Mishandav Tzadi Daudam base brought a case where a man's wife and brother-in-law went overseas and were reported dead, leading the man to marry his sister-in-law. They then reappeared and the Tanakhama permits the first wife to return to her husband, but forbids his sister-in-law to return to her brother-in-law. Rabbi Yossi said, Anyone who disqualifies others disqualifies himself as well. And whoever does not disqualify others does not disqualify himself either. Where he explains what Yossi means that just as his brother-in-law's wife is prohibited to her husband, so to his wife is prohibited to him. All right, so that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.